A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. Yeah, you are loving this, aren't you? Um, well... Loving and hating. It, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with this thing right now. because we, we had a very interesting start to our broadcast morning. Yeah, someone Somebody, had a little accident. Let's, we don't need to name names. Well, I guess we do have to. Yeah, because they're going to find the out. This. Yeah. So... Somebody, me, yes, was flailing his arms around because I use my arms and my hands a Imagine lot that. when I speak. Uh huh. And so I was flailing my arms around, and I knocked over a a, a what was it? A, a bottle, a of, bottle tea. of tea, iced tea. Yes, iced tea that went Luckily, everywhere, it wasn't hot. all over Betsy's little journal where she keeps all her most prized thoughts and possessions right, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> everything was soaked your yes. microphone cords everything was soaked but the big thing you know uh-huh. that was funny yes but the big thing was it finally settled a, a debate uh, that you yes. and i have had because <laughs> we've had this argument it's not an argument it's a friendly disagreement right. betsy says i'm a screamer yep. and that when things go wrong i scream like a little girl yep and i Tell her that, no, 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 I'm sorry, that's not correct. I scream like Rambo when yeah. he's screaming. Yeah. Betsy says that's not true. It's uh-uh. like Mickey Mouse being run over by some sort of large vehicle. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, when I spilled, it turns out we had the recorder going, <laughs> and I was very happy to see that because I was going to be able to prove once and for all that my screams are true man screams. Turns out I'm not correct. So, for the sake of everybody out there, for the sake of you, Betsy... This is me. You'll hear the clunk. We're going to play the sound bite. You'll hear the clunk of the tea falling over. And then me. That is me screaming. I am so sad to, to play this. But here it is. What we were treated to this morning. <laughs> yes, that. Isn't that? <laughs> Listen. You know, you hear yourself on the phone sometimes and you think, yeah, you know, uh-huh. what, that's really what I sound like. Mm-hmm. I am. I couldn't be more stunned. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't be more happy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Betsy wins that. So uh-huh. maybe you're right about other things. I am right about other things. Hey, here's something I am right about. It oh, is... wow. Another thing you're right about. Yes, it is wedding sure season. I'm surprised about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play that a lot. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, it is wedding season. Either people are getting married or people are going to weddings, and that means you got to go out and buy a gift. You're searching through registries. You don't registries. have to buy a gift. You could be well, that guest. You feel slightly obligated to. So a lot of people ask for pots and pans and towels and the normal stuff, but today we have a list of kind of unique items that you might consider getting for wedding gifts. They home don't, improvement related. Right. They've got a home improvement spin, and they're not always something that you would even think to ask for. Yeah, that's if you were the going thing. to a gift mm-hmm. registry, but these are things you're going to use all the time. You're going to yeah. need almost right away if you've got your own home. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover them. It's going to be a lot of fun, right? And we're going to make sure that that next wedding you attend, you everybody, have the most unique. Yeah, gift everybody's there. screaming, <laughs> but in delight. Great. Uh, what else are we talking about? Uh, Jennifer Butler and Andy Yates are going to be here. Yes. Interior designers from Jennifer Butler Design out of mm-hmm. Grand Rapids. Yep. They're both brilliant. 
Yeah, they are. This is one of our favorite interviews ever. They are a dynamic duo, man. Yeah. It was... It's impressive to see them together. So that's going to be a fun thing. But before we get to that, we actually had a customer who emailed this week, has this problem that he's noticing and wasn't quite sure how to pinpoint what it is and what's happening. Right. So he sent us an email looking for answers. Yeah. And lucky for him, it got to us. Right. (laughs) I don't know about how lucky, but lucky for us, we got the question because we're going to make use of it here. Right. Here it is. Uh, The customer writes, our home is approximately 12 years old, but within the first several years, we noticed something odd within our walls. Mm -hmm. With our walls. Not within the walls. Right. With our walls. Yeah. It looks like a shadow or a dirty spot near the top, predominantly where the adjoining room ceiling joists meet the walls. So up in the corners and stuff like that. Right. Someone told us it's from burning too many candles, but we even have it in our bedroom closet. Is it a paint issue or something else that's going on? It's confusing. It is confusing. But Betsy had the answer. I read that question to her, and you had that answer right away. I had to Google it to see what you were talking about. (laughs) Well, that's because I've actually seen this before. It's more common than you would think. I've seen it um, in an office building in their stairwell. You see all these gray lines, and it appears to be where the studs are if you measure it out. It's actually something called thermal tracking or ghosting. It goes by a couple other names as well, but those are the most common. Right. It's often misdiagnosed as mold or mildew, especially in this customer's case where it's just kind of in one corner. It's not necessarily where the studs are. Mm -hmm. People think it is mold or mildew. It actually happens right where ceiling joists are quite often. It happens where studs are. um, And that's just because those are colder. Quite often they're not insulated. It's a wood or a metal stud. And the insulation goes around those things. But it doesn't go over top. Exactly. Well, it can go over the top. But it's not always, and it's not maybe as thick. Right. Whatever it is, the ceiling joists, the studs, Mm -hmm. whatever, they're colder than the drywall. Right. So when the air in the room circulates over those areas, Mm -hmm. those strips, those sections are a little colder, and they start to form a little condensation. Yeah, not the kind you're going to see, not the kind that's dripping. It's not dripping or raining down. But the dirt in the air, the dust particles, the Mm -hmm. soot, whatever is in your air will naturally flow over these and stick to it, settle in it, because it's damp. Right. And then you start to see these strips. We've seen certain pictures and customers have described situations where you can almost see the framework of all the joists across the ceiling. Right. It's like looking at an x-ray of your house. Right. So that's what's going on. That's what's causing it. Right. So then you're left with, well, how do I fix this problem? And obviously, the first thing you want to do is try to wash the walls or the ceilings, wherever you're seeing this, to get rid of that. If you can't get rid of those marks, then you want to cover it over with a product called BIN. It's that pigmented shellac it's we talked about. white pigmented shellac. Yeah, you want to seal in yeah. anything that might possibly bleed through. Right. Before you go ahead and paint over top of it. So it's but just it's, those areas. Right. Spot prime them. The thing is, the caveat with all that is that you really have to go and fix whatever the root problem is. So if you don't have enough insulation where those joists are, you have to fix that problem or you're going to have this continuing to occur. Right. So insulation is one of the issues. If you can look up in your attic, maybe you'll see around where this is collecting or where you notice the problem. You'll see voids or something. I've seen Mm -hmm. ceilings where the center of the ceiling has it Yeah, you know, in small areas. And you go in the attic and you look and there's obvious voids Mm -hmm. in the insulation up there. Well, that's a pretty straightforward fix. Right. You'll also want to find and seal any significant air leaks that you've got around the house, doors and windows, things like that, even around, you know, the foundation or places where 
the floor and wall meet or Mm -hmm. the ceiling and walls meet. Check those spots. If you run stuck, because diagnosing those things as homeowners is not always easy. Right. Uh, WMGB Home Improvement out of Grand Rapids, they were in the studio not too long ago talking about ways that they do to track this stuff down and get it sealed up. Mm -hmm. Those would be things to think about. Yeah. Also make sure that you're changing your furnace filter regularly. If you're seeing that it's really dirty when you pull it out, maybe change it more often. Cut down on smoking in the house, candle usage. If you do burn candles, make sure you cut that wick down so there's not as much smoke. And if you have a wood-burning stove or a fireplace, make sure that it's properly vented. If you're unsure and think that maybe that could be an issue, we've talked to Heritage Fireplace and Design Center before, Rob Kakowski. Give them a call. They're a great resource. They can kind of ask you some questions and maybe help you troubleshoot whether that is a problem. Right. When you do repaint, you could use a darker color if it's your walls. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe use something that's a little more washable that might help you down the road. Right. Anyway, that's what's going on. There's more that could be said, but that's all the time we've got in this segment. Right. If you have any questions, call any Repco Lighter Port City Paint Store and we'll help you out. Absolutely. And coming up after the break, we are in the studio with the dynamic duo Jennifer Butler and Andy Yates talking about interior design. Stay tuned. <laughs> I can't believe I sound like that. I can. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. So, a lot of times in the stores, we get people who walk in, and the first thing out of their mouth is, What are the color trends as they're looking at this rack of colors? Mm -hmm. Because they don't know where to begin and they think that color trends must be it. They right, should I gotta be know choosing. what's popular and right. that's what I'll choose. That's the other thing they ask. Oh, so what's popular? Well, Sometimes they it's... ask where's the restroom but that's not where we're going, right? <laughs> um, No. I don't think Jennifer Butler is going to be able to tell you that. <laughs> um, We are in the studio with Jennifer Butler and Andy Yates from Jennifer Butler Designs. Thanks for being here today, guys. Thank, Thank you, you Betsy. So, Jennifer, I want to talk about this because I'm sure that you have had similar things. People come up and say, okay, I'm hiring you. What's popular? I want something, you know, that everyone else is doing. What do you think about that? Uh, You hired a designer. And as designers, we don't want to do what all the catalogs are publishing and what everybody else is doing. We want to find the essence of who you are and what you've always loved. You know, we don't want to do beige for everyone and we don't want to do purple or whatever's trendy for everyone because they may not like it for very long. We want to find something that's truly unique to you that you will love and potentially have more longevity. I mean, it's great if they want to work with us every year and make changes. However, (laughs) (laughs) right. Wouldn't that be nice? So where do you start with people? I mean, what is the first thing you ask them or how do you even get into this? To help them find that. Yeah. Because you said you want to help them create the essence that they're looking for. Right. Pull that out of somebody. I think really listening to them. And a lot of it's about the nuances truthfully of what they don't say how they react to things looks they give you expressions they give you on how how they react to things that you propose to them understanding how they live 
um, the formality or casualty of their casualty. That sounded bad. <laughs> how casual they are with their some homes feel with like. their lifestyle. You know how elegant, um, how much they entertain. You know, really getting into delving in into things. Um, I had a specific client as an example who was extremely colorful personality. She was very fun to work with, and she just kept second guessing herself because we had selected these beautiful. Um, silver wall covering with some fuchsia tones in the drapery and she wanted to coordinate that in a custom rug and she's like oh I don't know maybe I should just go more neutral and I said neutral like what color neutral well what about beige and I'm like you are not beige there's nothing beige about you You have an emerald green coat on you have red hair and brilliant eyes what about you has ever loved Mm -hmm. beige in your lifetime she's like you're right Mm-hmm. You're right. I need color. Is it okay? Then let's right. choose a color that's right for you. But we have to distill that down uh, based on a, a discussion process of just understanding how they live and what they're all about. Maybe it's a key piece of art that we can focus in, mm-hmm. you know, something we can pull from. But right. trends in terms of just what all the West Elm catalogs are showing, we try to stay away from that because the reason they're hiring us and they want to work with us is to avoid trends. They want to find something brilliant that no one else has. Why hire a designer if you're just going to have what everybody has out of the right. restoration hardware catalog? Mm-hmm. That There's no point in that. So we really want to create something that's amazing for them that they're going to say. It's like a piece of art that is unique mm-hmm. and uh, exquisite that they can really just feel great about. So what do you do with people who are very neutral people? Mm-hmm. They tend to like neutral colors, things like that, because mm-hmm. they're they're safe in what they're thinking. But they really want to try stepping outside of that box. You know, they want to try pushing the bounds just a little bit, but they're scared to go there. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? What do you do about that? I, I go back to trying to find something that they've always loved. I have a client who's like that right now. She's very pale neutral throughout her house, mm-hmm. and she's afraid of um, color. She has very little color in her home, but yet she wanted to try something. Mm-hmm. So we just started looking at wall covering and patterns just to get an idea of what she might like. And she happens to be a real modern fan. So we started looking at some different patterns and her artwork and, and just trying to pull together what registers with her. And I'm like, forget it, what's trendy. Mm-hmm. I don't really care what's trendy. Yeah, you kind of have to go with what's current today. Because the wall covering that was available 50 years ago isn't being printed. So we got to go right. with what's current today. But, you know, what do you love? What what registers with you? What do you just say, oh, wow, that's beautiful, mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody else says? That's and a key point. It, it what is. What do you love? Not yeah. what everybody else loves. You right. have to live there. Exactly. I say, I'll never live in your house. You'll never live in mine. I want right. to make it beautiful for you. But... Uh, once we're done working together, I mm-hmm. want you to be happy. You, your husband, your family, to right. feel good about it together. And whether it's what everybody likes or the key decision maker in the family chooses, you mm-hmm. know, as long as it registers with someone that they all agree that it's a good choice. Right. Now, Andy, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm interested in how both of you would approach this. You talked to Jennifer about how you try to create this work of art, basically, you know, in the home. And I'm sure color plays into it in the sense of you know what we talk about and what we sell paint but you use all kinds of different materials and supplies what kind of things do you use 
in what you're doing. Well, famously, I love wallpaper. I am obsessed <laughs> with wallpaper. I have been forever. I know some people will say it it was huge and then it disappeared for a while. Um, you know, when I started my career in Chicago, it was always an intrinsic part of the luxury custom residences we completed for clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of that, you know, the aggregation of all materials, um, the concepts that sort of start to form at the beginning when Jennifer and I are working for clients really do come from those conversations we have with them about not what's trendy or what they feel like they should be doing, but what they really want to be doing. Um, We usually begin with inspiration, if not directly from them, kind of what we distill from the conversations we have. If we know they say, I love bold color, or I love simple modernism, I love art, we'll start to pull together bits and pieces of, um, you know, paint, maybe paint color palettes, which are a really helpful place to begin in terms of color and Mm -hmm. feeling, but also room scenes that already exist, um, pieces of art in different styles, whether it's sort of impressionist landscapes or geometric moderns. So we really do try to have an in-depth conversation about getting to know them quickly. And as Jennifer said, there's so much psychology in what we do. Understanding what they don't say is as important as what they do say. Let me ask you this, because I always find this intriguing. When people come into the store and they're looking at all the different colors and they're kind of gravitating towards something oh i just don't know what to pick and i can go and pull a chip off the rack and say how about this one <gasps> oh how did you know and i said because you're wearing that color <laughs> how often does that happen where you get a feel just by looking in their at what they're wearing their wardrobe i mean does that give you any clues because that's where i always go (laughs) yeah definitely because it you're not going to wear something that isn't flattering to you and that you're not drawn to Mm -hmm. you know if you uh if your color like i can't wear certain colors you know i'm just not going to wear things that are not flattering to me that Mm -hmm. would be ridiculous no matter how popular it is right um, I had a lady at a dress shop try to get me to try this dress on where I thought, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, no way, way. <laughs> I'm going to look ridiculous because it doesn't, it doesn't work with my skin tone. Right. Now, if he'd been wearing that dress, <laughs> it would work with his skin tone. Right. Well, I think there would be bigger questions asked <laughs> aside from, does that dress look good with Andy's coloring if I had gone in to try it on? But in terms of his skin tone, it would have been perfect. So, um, right. yeah, you do you do get a lot of insight based on just what people are drawn to naturally. And especially if they're afraid of bold colors, mm-hmm. oftentimes they're not as fearful of it if it happens to be um, maybe an outerwear, like a, a jacket yeah. or a coat or, mm-hmm. or something like that, or a, a sweater that they wear over. Sometimes they're they're less fearful of it that way. All right. We are running out of time on this segment. Jennifer and Andy, can you hang with us over the break and we'll pick it up on the other side? Sure. Sounds great. We'll be back in the studio with Jennifer Butler and Andy Yates after break. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Betsy. Why, thank you, Dan. Welcome back, Andy and Jennifer. Thank you, Dan. Andy Yates, Jennifer Butler from Jennifer Butler Design in Grand Rapids. And we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but you also have offices in Boyne City. 
and Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, right? We do. We so why do. don't you just take take a couple minutes here and let everybody know? Oh my voice! <laughs> did you hear me? It did, did you hear that? It did crack a little bit, it Peter did. Brady. Did you hear that? Brady? That was <laughs> that was minimal. Changes. Go? Are you going through Peter puberty? <laughs> going through an eternal puberty. It will oh. never stop. But we have had other guests who have that same problem. Oh, they say that, but they always sound like no, they're not. I I have anyway, noticed a couple. We digress, Betsy. You take us down a path that we <laughs> oh, don't need to go. Yeah, Mister Voice. Anyway, I uh-huh. have no idea what I was going to say. Let's talk about what you guys do. <laughs> we didn't give you that opportunity earlier. Um, I'm the senior interior designer at our Grand Rapids office, which is our headquarters of Jennifer Butler Design. Jennifer's the principal and CEO, so she oversees all three locations. We have one principal designer at our Franklin Lakes, New Jersey studio, um, and we both manage right now, um, barely <laughs> manage the workload that we have in the state of Michigan between the office we have up north and here in Grand Rapids. So this is more of our hub for the Lakeshore, Grand Rapids, Holland, southwest Michigan area. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Boyne City studio on Lake Charlevoix is where we can handle the work we have anywhere from Harbor Springs to Glen Arbor and mm-hmm. everything in between along Traverse Bay, Traverse City. Um, and then in New Jersey, and the reason we have that office is because we had a, a great employee, a designer who was on staff who happened to move there. So, um, you know, we did not want to part ways with mm-hmm. her, and she was more than willing to stay on board and work with us. So she handles the business out there in Bergen mm-hmm. County, which is a, a very good market, but it's often a question that confuses people. Well, why New Jersey? Mm-hmm. That's where they happen to go. Okay. Um, and Jennifer can tell you a little bit more about how long she's been in this industry in Grand Rapids and how long the business has been um, sort of independent with her at the helm. Well, that was a really good lead in. He should do yeah. this all the time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Put His him on the radio more break. often. No, no, it did not. He's more grown up than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started the business in 2003. It's hard to believe it's been that long. It's been 15 years. Um, we've been primarily, I've been primarily in Grand Rapids the entire time and have gradually expanded to where I've been doing projects along the um, Lake Michigan Lakeshore and, you know, up in. And whether it's Pentwater, Harbor Springs, Lake Charlevoix, you know, I've done a multitude of projects throughout. So it just made sense to have an office up north where we can focus and have a place to go sure. when mm-hmm. we need to to meet with people and access that area a little bit easier. Um, and I can't remember. <laughs> I wish people could have seen what we watched, because on the radio, all you hear is just a silence as Jennifer tries to collect her thoughts. But what we get to watch is she's bobbing her head all over the place. It was crazy. I didn't know what was happening. I think what she's she should do this all the time, it. too. I think what she wanted to say was maybe a little bit about um, how the two of us, what we're what we're building here in Grand Rapids and in Michigan is really... Um, you know, the aggregation of all of my experience starting my career in Chicago, which was mm-hmm. a very different market for me. And I started out of the gate um, right at the beginning of 2009, which, if you recall, was not the best time yeah. to start a uh, yeah. to begin in the luxury mm-hmm. residential design right. industry. However, um, I was very lucky in that I started working with a firm that had uh, probably the most productive and um, profitable year that 
we had ever had to date. Mm-hmm. So I kind of um, managed to skate through that recession really with impeccably wonderful clients with great budgets. So the experience that I bring to our firm now um, is that I worked for designers in a major market. So my access and my exposure was very different than what Jennifer has had been doing. She trained as a designer. Um, we both coincidentally too studied French in college. Um, oh, we talked about my French accent a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Not that great. It's really bad. <laughs> Well, we we found that we had a lot in common, but she has Mm -hmm. trained, um, she worked for architects here and did a lot more architectural training Mm -hmm. in the beginning of her career. And it really does balance out very well for the way we operate as, you know, sort of um, playing off of each other and working collaboratively for our clients. I always say they kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, I love to decorate. It's not necessarily Jennifer's forte, (laughs) which she will admit. Um, She really does love to dig into programming, space planning, architectural design, millwork and cabinetry, detailing, which is something I'm happy to pass along. Mm -hmm. So that's a really great balance in our office. It sounds like a really great collaboration between the two of you. It it is. It really has been. It's worked out beautifully as far as our clients are concerned. I like to make the house amazing without the decoration. And then Andy Mm -hmm. loves to decorate it and complete it and makes it perfectly ready to move in. Right. Which I love that balance because, it, well, it allows us to do to stay in our geniuses and do what we're right. best at. Right. I think that's without important. having to sacrifice. So the two of you work mostly here in Grand Rapids. We work well. Our function. I mean, our day to day work is in the office in Grand Rapids primarily, mm-hmm. but. Um, we're going to meet with and work with whomever, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to ask us to fly somewhere, we're happy to mm-hmm. do that. If we have to drive to the lakeshore, we're mm-hmm. happy to do that. If we have to drive up north, it, okay. it is it is right. wherever they, they are and where we need to be. But the way technology is today, I'm yeah. not very technological, but it has made a, a mm-hmm. huge help in, you know, we can have meetings via FaceTime and right. or, you know, emails and digital sending them digital documents where we don't have to be there for right. anything like I did right. 20 years ago when I had to do it makes me sound old when I had to <laughs> projects then just it was more challenging right. you couldn't just take a picture on a phone and send it to the person in the next three seconds and have them approve or disprove mm-hmm. whatever it is you're working on now it's so much easier right now in the last segment we were talking about color and the 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 way that people in our stores they'll come in, they're trying to figure out what to do in their homes. Mm-hmm. And when we're not sure what to do, what we tend to default towards is figuring out what the trends are, what's mm-hmm. popular, what's current, because that feels safe. Mm-hmm. We've got a little bit of time left. We've got a lot of people listening who may never have the opportunity to hire you guys, just might never get you out there. What do you have for them to help get them at least moving in the right direction? If they're afraid of color, go with a deep neutral. Go with something, start with something that feels safe to some extent, yet more bold maybe to them, whether it's a gray tone, a taupe tone, a, some form of neutral, you know, mm-hmm. where it's just a bolder, darker version of it. And see how that goes, see how it feels. Mm-hmm. You know, things that are not permanent are great ways to play with color. Pillows, right. accessories, they weren't installed. You're not stuck with it forever, and they mm-hmm. don't have to cost a fortune if you're afraid of it. But it might get you in that direction where you can right. play with it. But if you just want to do tonal, 
where you've got a lot of lighter tones in some area and maybe some medium and darker, mm-hmm. you can use the bolder accents and just try to delve into it that way, where maybe uh, charcoal gray instead of everything having to be ultra pale, just right. to give you that feeling that you've got some contrast. Yeah, I will agree. And one thing I thought about while Jennifer was discussing her client who loves color, you know, the factors that would go into it are sort of the boldness, intensity of the color, and really thinking about the function of the space. So you might not want a very bold, intense red in your master bedroom because that's where you need to unwind at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, You might want that in, say, a powder room or a guest room, places that are more... Um, transitional, so like a hallway. Those places are really great examples of a space where you can play with bold color or pattern mm-hmm. because you're not spending a significant amount of time in them. They're really temporary use kind of spaces. Um, so to Jennifer's point, you can bring it in with accents, pillows, accessories, maybe a bold chair in a room. But if you are feeling a little hesitant, I would say we we aren't really trendy. Um, We understand the marketing appeal Mm -hmm. of color trends, Mm -hmm. just like in fashion and every other industry. But as Jennifer said, when we want to really distill down the essence of, you know, what is the architecture of the home or the business want? Because when we work commercially, it's a whole nother process. Mm -hmm. Um, But mostly residentially for your listeners, that's what I would say. Stay true to yourself. Right. Be able to use the colors that you love. If it feels uncomfortable, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there's nothing wrong with kind of experimenting. Paint is one of the best ways to do it because a gallon of paint is relatively inexpensive. It can go on quickly and it can be changed quickly. But you can also customize it to something that you have that you love. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if there's a certain color that's in and you're like, well, I can't quite do that, but I might be able to do a version of it. Mm -hmm. And I happen to have a shirt or a sweater or something that's in that color. Bring it in and have them match it. I'm sure that Betsy and Dan would be happy to make it whatever you <laughs> want. By the way, we did not pay Jennifer to say that. No, that's anyone true. who was wondering. No. The <laughs> fact that you can customize it to whatever may, is mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. You can just come in with, I have this color. Can you right. can right. you you know make it into a gallon of paint? Right. Exactly. Jennifer and Andy, if our listeners want to get more information about Jennifer Butler Design and just figure out who you are and what you do, or if they've got questions, how's the best way for them to get in touch? Take a look at our website, jenniferbutler.design. And uh, if you have any additional questions, you can always call our office, 616-551-2168. Yeah, and you can always drop us an email. It's info at jenniferbutler.design. That's right on our website. We're always happy to speak with people about um, what their design dilemmas are and how we can provide the best solutions for them. They could also wrap a note around a rock. <laughs> a, right? Are you cool with that? Probably not. Probably wow. you shouldn't encourage that. No. Don't be breaking no, no my vandalism, windows. No vandalism. Please. Maybe just leave the rock outside How the door. How about a carrier a pigeon? That sounds a little more safe than a rock. Yes. <laughs> we should send carrier pigeons. No. Jennifer and Andy, thanks so much for being here. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Betsy. Now, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about some unconventional but very practical wedding gifts. And, of course, they have to have a home improvement show spin. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Well, I guess I don't know. That was rhetorical, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's after the break. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, 
The Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. Yes. I'm Dan Hansen. <laughs> Betsy Thompson. And I have, I don't know if all the parents feel this pain. Okay. This is something that I really agonize over. Mm-hmm. I go home. Yes. Now, when I was a child, I just want to say, I was what everybody wants as a child. Oh, I'm not course. trying to be, no, I'm not trying to be proud and arrogant. I was a perfect child. Wait, no, it's just no, the truth. no, we know you're not because we had your mom in here for Mother's oh, Day. That's right. And mom was she here. discussed <laughs> she, the windows that you broke yeah. and how she had to read the strong willed child. And how I of wouldn't, you. wouldn't give church money because yeah. I was buying beer for dad, even right, though I wasn't right. of age and dad didn't mm-hmm. drink beer. Right. So, yes, I wasn't perfect. I was a little rougher <laughs> on the edges in ways. Uh-huh. But I was really interesting. I was a great conversationalist, let's say. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, what I, what I want to get to. Is I don't know if this is my kids in particular. Mm. I think it's just kids. Okay. But I'll come home and everybody will line up. Dad, something really funny happened today. Okay. I love a story. Lay it on me. Man, what was so funny today, huh? Tell me, bud. And then they're scrolling through their iPad looking for a YouTube video. <laughs> I saw this video. And then they play a video. And okay, it's kind of funny. Uh-huh. And then the next kid, oh, but something else happened to me. All right, this is an actual. And it's another YouTube video. We go through a million YouTube videos. <laughs> it's like that's what, that's how they tell their stories. That's what they find. Uh, well, now, technology. W- right. I was a conversationalist. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with kids. Uh-huh. Now, what I do want to, that does make me think that I did see a video on YouTube. <laughs> oh, good grief. About, I showed you the dancing sheep. Yes, that was very That funny. was good. See, my videos are good. I don't know if he was so much a sheep. I think he was a little lamb. Was he a lamb? He looked like, Anyway, yeah. he's running down a hallway with his vet. Yes. And they're dancing. Yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I'm no better than the children. Nope. But I do have that video on our on our show notes page, so you want to check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. For and sure. all the joy that that will evoke when you watch that is going to be similar to the joy you feel when you go to celebrate various weddings throughout the summer. Yeah, because everybody's going to be celebrating tons of weddings this summer. Well, yeah, it is that time of year. Everyone is getting married or going to showers, things like that. It mm-hmm. is that season. And. You know, a lot of times we go to these things and we get them whatever's on their registry. Toasters, Keurigs. Yeah, towels, sheets, that kind of stuff. Just the home things. But there are a lot of things that we overlook. Common things that people end up having to go out and buy after the wedding's over because we just don't think to ask for them. They're not the standard fare when it comes to a shower present. And yes, I think you made a great point. It's not stuff that we think to buy necessarily. And it's really something that we don't even think to ask for. Right. You know? And what we're talking about, of course, are tools and different things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. We've got a home improvement show. Right. We're not going to talk about towels and toasters. Of course not. No. <laughs> so we've got a list of tools that yeah. we think you should consider mm-hmm. giving. We yeah. know that this isn't going to be super flashy. But these are well, the kinds of be, gifts. Depending on the packaging. They're not flashy. Oh, I guess about packaging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they are things that down the road, when people need yeah. them, they're going to be so grateful that mm-hmm. you are so wise. Yeah. Is to heed the advice of the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. Right. That is true. They're going to be happy because they don't have to run out and go buy whatever to solve the problem that is in front of them. Because I don't know how many times that uh-huh. happened to me. Just married, move into our first house, whatever it is goes wrong. Yes. You know, a million little things. Mm-hmm. And every time that comes up, 
I don't have all the tools necessary to fix it. Right. I've got to start building my stock. I mm-hmm. had a, a few basic things, but I didn't have all of the basic things or even remotely close to the basic things that I would really need to tackle most projects. So let's start with a few of those. I think a hammer yeah. and, and a screwdriver set yeah, are really basic things to start with. Well, those are basic things. And while people may have them, there are a lot of people who come from apartments and things like that. And they don't have these because they never had to fix things in their apartment. And you can't hang pictures and such without a hammer. And you need to, you know, tighten up something that has a screw. So obviously Phillips and flathead screwdrivers. Get a set. A package sizes. with different sizes. Yeah. And a good hammer. And even if they've got extras or they've got them already, it never thing. hurts to have bonus tools. You lose them, you, you break them, them, or more likely, you know, it's nice to have a set in a toolbox that's transportable versus the set that you use in the house. Right. That way you can haul them places. It's just much better. I would do that. I had one hammer. Mm-hmm. So that hammer would go outside when I had a project, right. and invariably I would forget to put it back. <laughs> so the next time I need it, I got to try to remember where was it? Is it in right. the garage? Is it in the barn? Mm-hmm. Those things aren't going to be fixed by having extra hammers. I've proved that later. <laughs> I just leave multiple hammers wrong. But at least right. you've got longer before you run into that need. Right. Well, you mentioned a toolbox. That is a great thing to have, and not just one of these regular toolboxes. I mean, yeah, you can do that. But recently I came across Milwaukee has this modular toolbox set thing they have bags and different boxes and things and they all snap together so that you can have different screws and nails along with your hammer and your screwdrivers and everything and take it with you move it where you're going it is really super cool because they've got large cases with wheels yep that you can roll around Mm -hmm. but the top of that is this modular construction so you can snap various other items right on top of that and build it and then wheel all of that stack around. Right. It's not just plastic cases, hard Mm -hmm. cases that will hold screws and all of that. It's also bags that have the connectors on the bottom of them. Canvas Mm -hmm. bags with these plastic connectors, those can clip in. Yeah. And then they can unclip easily and Mm -hmm. you can haul them and separate them. It is a really great gift. It's not inexpensive, so it's not like you're cheaping out on somebody and you're getting them something that they can grow with, whether it's just a DIY homeowner kind of a situation. Right. Maybe they don't need too many different pieces Mm -hmm. for this. Maybe just what you get them, the core set is enough. If they actually work in the trades or do any kind of significant work, they can really grow this whole system by buying all these different components and configuring it exactly the way they want it. Right. Really cool. Milwaukee makes that. Yeah. And we'll put a link on the show notes. For sure. Uh, also make sure that you're getting them a tape measure, different levels. The little torpedo levels are great for hanging pictures and things like that. Um, the bigger bubble level, yes, it is a little cumbersome, but sometimes you do need a little bit bigger level. Right. So. Well, there are gigantic ones, but then there are three-foot ones, yeah. things like that. Really handy. I mm-hmm. use that a ton of times, like you said, for leveling pictures. Yeah. You name it. It's something that if you don't have it, you're going to either try to wing it. Yes. And, and we all know every, how that usually And then ends. everyone is with their head tilted trying to look at what you've hung. <laughs> right. Or you got to run out and buy something. Yeah. And yes, these things aren't terribly expensive. But, but it's, it's annoying. It can be death by a thousand cuts when yes. you're just married. Mm-hmm. These are super practical things. So sometimes before you toss money into something that maybe is a little more flashy as a gift, yeah. but maybe doesn't have this practical you know, grounding to it, mm-hmm. maybe consider some of these. 
Well, and something else that isn't exactly flashy but is very practical is extension cords and flashlights because flashlights are flashy. <laughs> yes, like I point them in somebody. There's super bright ones that like four flashes and you're blind. Right. Well, let's face it. The power does go out occasionally, and you do need a flashlight, or you have to get into a crawl space or oh something like goodness. that. I use a flashlight all the time. Yeah, looking for leaks. No, wait, whatever. Wait, let me clarify. I want to use a flashlight all the time. <laughs> But like the other day, I had a raccoon that moved in under my deck. Yes. So I waited till evening for him to depart. And uh-huh. of course, he decided he wasn't going to. Of he course was not. There for the long haul. Right. So I decided to you know, scare him out uh-huh. by rolling basketballs into the little cubby where he was. That was not smart. Well done. I've had smarter decisions. <laughs> so he got really mad. Well, mm-hmm. then he wouldn't come out anymore. So then I got went out through a window and I was going to shoo him out with a broom Mm -hmm. because I thought that'd be smart. But I wanted a flashlight. And the only flashlight we had in our entire house was on my phone, which is really fine if you're looking at something three inches away. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to see where a raccoon is, who's going to bite your face off, it's really not terribly consoling (laughs) to hold that phone. (laughs) At least I know that the selfie I get as he's chewing my face (laughs) off is going to be really well lit. Get a good flashlight. Good flashlight. Extra batteries because that happens to a lot of people. They go to use a flashlight and the batteries are dead. So extra batteries. And again, extension cords. How many times do we move something and then the extension cord doesn't reach that we already have? Or it's old and we shouldn't be plugging it in. Or, again, what happens is when the need arises, people do what I did and I bought the most inexpensive extension cord I could find. Mm -hmm. And I pay for it down the road. Right. Or it just deteriorates. It doesn't work like it's meant to. It just doesn't hold up. Right. This is a point where you can give people quality tools to start with. And quality tools make a huge difference. So buy some good stuff. Get an orbital sander. Yeah. That's another obvious one that we mm-hmm. didn't even mention yet. It gets used all over the place for so many different projects. Yeah. People are going to have to buy one right away anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a great gift. Drill driver, um, those kinds of things are Impact great. driver. Yep. Those... Good quality drill bits. That's another thing. Yeah. People don't realize that a quality drill bit is worth the money. Yes, oh, I can is. get this set for 12 bucks. Why is this set 60 bucks? Uh-huh. One There's of them is going to break on a regular basis. Yes. And the other one's going to last and last. Right. And when we're just married, we're not buying Mm -hmm. the good ones. We're buying the cheap stuff. So help people out. That would be a great one. Yeah. Also think outdoor stuff. You know, a really good garden hose because if they're like me, they're going to go buy a cheap one and then it's going to spring leak and you got a disaster on your hands. Um, Rakes are a great thing. Snow shovels. I know we're not thinking about it, but. And exciting. At some point, they're going to need it. I unwrap a snow shovel. (laughs) I mean, the little tear that forms in Just the corner of my eye. Just put a really pretty bow on it. We find it's not fun. We know that, but a, a, a collection of those things—a snow yeah. shovel, one of those. What are they called? Corn shovels. Yeah. Those big scooper shovels. Yep. yep. Handy. You run mm-hmm. into the need for a that. A spade. A pitchfork. Yep. You know, loppers and pruners. All of that stuff. Even yeah. putting those things together in a package would yeah. be great. There are all kinds of things. We've got more items that we'll put in a list in our show notes if you want to check it out. But that's all the time that we've got right now. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our past episodes, you can go online at RepcoLite.com and find them. And you'll get podcast versions of the show there, which are going to be 
the more unedited version. You're going to get the full show Bonus as it was content. meant to be, as the director envisioned. <laughs> right. right. You can also find it on iTunes and iHeartRadio. Subscribe to the podcast and you'll get the full version every time. And follow us on Instagram. We're working on a project right now. We hope to have it out there to all of you. It is very cool. You're going to want to see it. Right. And remember that right on our homepage, if you're looking for a contractor, a painting contractor, you can fill out a little form and we'll hook you up. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you make sure that no matter how you sound when you scream or giggle or laugh, uh-huh. you're still going to sound and feel more manly than me. Because <laughs> yeah. this is what I sound like. <laughs> yeah, <it's> that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>